You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast. And I have a guest today who's the co-founder of Enlifted, TEDx speaker, and master of words and breath, none other than Mark England. Welcome back to the show, Mark. Thanks for having me back on, Kevin Wood. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, man. This is number two. Number and two. Before we're done today, we're going to book number three. Yep. We we booked this six months out, right? Yes. Yeah. And a lot's changed since then. And a lot's for bo- changed. For both of us. How many shows are you on, man? Oh, man. Uh, I'm in the 70s. Yeah. That's legit. And since our... I've been tracking it since my level one. We did that little contract at the end that said I commit to doing 100 uh, in lifted sessions. Uh, and I'm not sure if there was any, even a deadline on that, but I set a deadline for myself by the end of this year. And I'm going to far surpass that. Need eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's that's um to use a simple word and I, I prefer simple words um used accurately and appropriately that's special man because i know what happens i know what happens i was just talking to to group 39 about it last night i told him in advance it's like this might sound nuts to to you um and it was after everyone introduced themselves and most of the time people take our certifications because they want to coach with this stuff from time to time people come in and they're like i you know i just want to get some stuff off my chest and learn to use my words better with my kids and you know it'll help it work like okay cool and and everybody was like man i want to coach with this i was like okay here's what's coming on graduation you'll have the opportunity to sign a contract with yourself doing 100 coaching sessions and I, and, 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 and I segued into that when I was talking about what my jobs are, you know, teach the tech, of course, and then also get them ready for the inevitable 13 out of 10 emotional response to a story that they're going to come across in people's, you know, so I know what happens when people do a hundred sessions. I'm like, okay, you're going to hear some crazy stuff. You heard yep. some crazy stuff yet, Kevin? A handful of, a handful of crazy things. A handful of crazy things. And not that you repeat yourself too often, but one of the things that you you told us was that your sessions are your lessons. Correct. And I go into every session with that quote in mind. It's crazy. I just had one this week. I literally had no idea where it was going to go, what the plan was, what we were going to talk about. And it was one of the best sessions I've done with that individual. It was, it was magic. (laughs) You show up and, and, and I mean, it's, it's just true. It's just absolutely true. Your sessions are your lessons. My, my sessions are my lessons. I said this a long time ago, Um, regardless of the, 
direction and shape this business, this company, and this brand in Lifted goes. Because there's a variety of different ways it can go. Um, and some of the the biggest wins have been very unexpected. Okay, we're not expecting the certifications. We did not, we're like, hey, let's create a certification company. That thing really birthed itself. And we just followed along and um and built it. And 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 you know, there's now there's some other stuff in the works. How's this gonna play out? Not sure. Let's find out. We're gonna we're in, in the and so whatever happens, I will always maintain a one-on-one coaching practice. I will always do one-on-one sessions. Uh and because I know that that's how I keep my sword sharp. And I also know that those sessions are my lessons. Every time I help someone think about their thinking, get a story out of their head, write it down, get the, get the breath in there. There's always, there's always something fascinating. I know interesting, fascinating attraction, call it what you will. Um, Those aren't, those aren't choices so much. You know, you can't good luck talking yourself into being attracted to someone or out of it. It's a, it just is what it is. It's a natural gift. And, um, and there's always something interesting in sessions. Even the, the, the stuff I think I know, like the back of my hand, you see, you, you see a different angle. That's um, it. Yeah. Right. Right. I've been, I was playing this word game with somebody recently and it just, I got to the last one. I'm like, I'm going to take it one step further. I've never done this before. And I tell them that it's the first time I've done this. And I flip one more, one more key or like just one thing. It's like, Oh man, that one hit even harder. So it's fun. It's just fun. It's I come into everything. And I picked this up from uh, Jennifer Brockstrom uh, coming into this with kindness, honesty, and curiosity. And with those three things, you can, get more out of a session with anybody dude, dude thousand percent thousand percent that's uh that curiosity that's 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 questions yeah okay? that's questions i was telling the, the the brand new group last night i'll put and I, this is true i'll put a white belt breathing low and slow plus good questions coach up against a smarty pants, I have all the right answers, plus breath trapped in the chest coach, the black belt, smarty pants. There's just all day, all day, and twice on Sunday, you know? Yeah. Before we dive deeper, yep. if if people have not listened to episode 39, Good idea. Uh, it's a it's a great episode because that was Mark's first one on, on this uh, on this podcast. Give our new listeners uh, a little rundown of kind of like make this quick: sure. who you are, where you're from, and what is in Lifted. What what does this company do? How does how does it help people? I'm one of the co-founders, and I'm the head coach of Inlifted. I deliver all of our trainings. Uh, I'm a professional podcaster, goer, honor. This is number 367. We're going to do a thousand. Um, and yeah, so before I got in, what is in Lifted? It's a school. We help people get their language working for them. We help people get their stories working for them. We help people get their mindsets working for them. 
We help people get their words. Those are all the saying this. It's it's different ways of saying the same thing. Okay, so the 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 most normal quote unquote normal word is mindset. We're in the mindset space, and we certify coaches on how to. The conversation starts with the dismantling of the victim mentality. We teach we teach uh, people how to do that for themselves and their clients, and a lot of that. I'm going to shut the garage door here. So if that's, if y'all hear that, that's what that is. If um, we're known as the, as the, the language people, and that's great. It's nice to be known for something. Might as well be known as the language and the breathing people. Uh, because that's such a key component when it comes, those two things, those two things, words and breathing. Those are the most fundamental components of people's story you know people were using language before there was writing and if they're using language that means they're making sounds out of their face and um you know this is uh this is i was glad when i came to the conclusion one day because you know i am a competitive individual you know who cares who the best is who cares the best in the business i don't want to be the best in the business. i don't want to be the best in the mindset space i want to be the most simple I want, I want Enlifted to be the most simple, basic methodology ever devised in modernity when it comes to helping people shift their mindset. And then whoever wants to, you know, race to the top, win the uh, – who gives a fuck? I want to be at the bottom of the mountain selling snow cones and maps. That's it. Because that's me as a person. I mean, I, I'm a very simple person. That repeats myself from time to time, and um, I, dude, I use that story. I use that story when <laughs> when I when I front load the fact that I repeat myself a lot on person on on purpose, and um, I t- I, just, I tell that story. You know, uh, man, I thought you were the most annoying. Once upon a time, everybody, there was someone that took level one, and they got out of level one, and they took level two. And at some point in time, they said they, they they circled back around and said, "Man, I thought you were the most annoying person in the world on level one because you just wouldn't shut the fuck up. You just kept repeating yourself about Same stuff, shit, and then, all the time." <laughs> oh gosh! And then and then when is he going to stop repeating himself? And then and then once I got into a um, one of those 12, 13 out of ten emotional level stories i knew what to do because i'd heard you say what to do so many times and um yeah so you're you're (laughs) that voice in the back of my head so when i'm in my sessions if something comes up i'm like oh that's that's what i say because i've heard it multiple times um multiple times going back you you mentioned uh there's three words i saw this Posted somewhere, mindset, identity, stories. How are those all the same? Because I know they're all the same, and you know that. How do other people know that? How can you explain that to people? When you break them down to their fundamental component, the 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 the, the building block. What is the building block of all this? So it's your your mindset. Well, what is your mindset? Um, two days ago, I compiled. I just typed in, hey, what, what is the definition of mindset and into the Google machine? And I took the top 17 definitions 
and I copied them and, and put them. We're writing the level two manual. And I'm also writing an addendum <clears throat> to level one. So our definition of mindset is it's the story that you tell yourself. It's just that simple. What are stories made of? Somebody could say, oh, well, uh, you know, paragraphs and sentences. And I'd say, you're right. And what are paragraphs and sentences made of? Uh, words. And then you, identity. What's your identity? What's it's how you, it's how you identify yourself. Cool. How do you identify yourself? Um, well, you know, you see yourself in a certain way. Okay, cool. Um, how do you see yourself in a certain way? Well, you know, you it, um, it's the the pictures that you make. Okay, great. Um, how are those pictures built? Well, they're in your imagination. It's got colors and things, and cool. And 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 is there a is there a story involved i mean does, does does it matter do your words influence the pictures it's an interesting thought process everybody so um three days ago i was doing a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with someone it was it was a put out the fire session and um she was from a famous family and she was strong six figures into therapy. She'd been doing, she'd been in therapy since she was eight. Right. And, um, spent a, a, a good, we're not talking low six figures on therapy. And you know what happened? We wrote down the boogie monster stories that she had never written down. Weird. So that's what I, so strange. It it actually is strange. It's not surprising, okay? Because I've I've interacted so many times with people that have said, "Oh, you know, I've done a lot of work on that." And I'm like, "Cool. You ever written that story down and out?" No. Why would I? I've talked about it a lot. There's a difference, everybody. There's a tremendous yep. difference. And and I'm I'm going off on a tangent on answering the question: What what's why are story mindset and identity why are they the same? Why are they? They're, they're, so you change if you want to change some pictures, everybody. Change words. So, so we got the story that kicked it all off, which was when she was four years old, and her uncle committed suicide, and she remembers plain as day the phone call coming in, and it 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 it, it nuked her family structure. It just blew the thing apart, and it, it was never the same. And, you know, her grandmother went into a state of depression who used to take care of her a lot. And, and then her, her mother, who was the, you know, was the, it was her brother. They were very close. It just, it, it changed the, 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 the geography, okay, the, 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 the map of the family. And um, in that moment, she thought that it was her fault. She took it personally. As in her words forced her to take it personally. And here was the sentence that held the whole thing together, which she had never gotten to because she had never written the whole story down. Very good rule of thumb, everybody. The best way to think about your thinking, getting all Alan Watts, is to write down your words. Okay, It could be in a theme. It's, it's even more powerful the more specific you get. And the and, and then also the fastest way the the rate of the the rate that the, the how fast the story goes 
is very important when it comes to changing the story or your mindset or your identity or your outlook or your perspective. Those are all different ways of describing the same thing, which is the story that you tell yourself. The fastest way to slow down the story is to get it in writing, write it out. And 99.9999% of the time, people are going to get more detailed in the writing of it because it's slower than they are in the telling of it. And details matter. And because we wrote the story down for the first time, she's probably half a million dollars into therapy. Never written this one story down, and we did. And we went in there, and the, the sentence that held it all together. So we're so 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 uh, pictures, mental pictures. Look at the words. I didn't understand why he wanted to leave us. That's the sentence. I didn't understand why he wanted to leave us. I had her say that sentence. And dude, she's going just emotions and snot and heaving and all this stuff. Okay. Oh, and by the way, because she thought that somehow that was her fault. And if she was, you know, it's, it's she must, if, if I've just been a better, you know, four year old, okay, then somehow I'd have prevented this. And so she walked out into her adult life um, taking responsibility, thinking that everybody's negativity and emotional problems were hers and um and it turned it made her a little nuts and so um no she and then then the story after that was no no man wants to be with me they just want to keep me a secret because i'm too much i'm too much to handle it was just this thing that just it, it layers of the onion it sounds so, like you're describing so one, a spell that's a spell i'm describing yeah it's words it's of great influence that's it Correct. Correct. That's it. And that that's not Kevin Wood's definition. That's not Mark England's definition. That's Webster's definition of a spell, a word or a combination of words of great influence. And trust me, I don't understand why he wanted to leave us was a combination of words that was greatly influencing that woman big time. And so I chopped off the first part. I don't understand why. And now we have he wanted to leave us, which made it worse. It made it more intense. We got more focused in mm -hmm. on the crux of the issue. Okay, let's not be naive here, everybody. The progression out of a self-imposed mental prison sentence is not – it's not linear. It's not just going to get better and better and better. And better. Sometimes it gets worse. That's okay, okay? It's very okay. And this In this situation, the, the angels descended. And so I had her repeat that. He wanted to leave us. Breathe. You got to get the breath in there. If you want to change words, you want to change spells, you want to change sentences and paragraphs and, and chapters and stories uh, uh, of someone's mindset or their identity, then you, you got to get the breath in there. Otherwise, it's just lockdown central. He wanted to leave us. Did it three times. He wanted to leave us. And that loosens it up, everybody. Okay. And then I, I, I'm on a Google Doc, you know, that's what we do. And I, I, I took out us and put in himself. 
and oh buddy did that change the picture mm-hmm. and oh buddy did she have a, an emotional release she had a cry that she'd never had before half a million dollars of therapy in because here's here's the rocket science folks same words same story same outcome if y'all are listening, you got a pen and a piece of paper, I dare you to write this down. It's so fucking complicated. Same words, same story, same outcome. Different words, different story, different outcome. Better words, better story, better outcome. And when you know what you're doing, which we do, you get the breath in 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 that last formula and now you got you got you, you got the real you're doing the real work. And um she goes it was it she was at in awe at what happened in the pic with the picture she was making the story she was telling the feelings that she was feeling and she goes he just he just she could barely get it out he just, he just wanted to leave himself and this huge thing of air just comes out of her and some other tears, but they were different tears now. Yeah. Okay. Because we, we were right smack in the middle of it. Exactly. Relief. Relief. And 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 so look at the words. He didn't want to he he wanted to leave us. They're in the picture. He's leaving. It's about them. It's about her. Because two plus two equals four. And if she uses those words, then she's getting him in the picture and them in the picture and it's 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 a it's a mess and so she took out us and put in himself he just wanted to leave himself and you know what that was about him his pain was about him instead of his pain being about her and dude she goes this is exactly what she said she goes this is the first time i've ever been in my body Wow. Because she was breathing in down into her stomach, into her abdomen, and you could see the look on her face. It was just quiet. It was things were quiet. It was pre- she was present. She was just look. She, it was she was stunned in the right way, somewhere between stunned and astonished. And, and and this is what she said. This is what she said. And this is and then I've heard this so many damn times. I have a canned response. She goes. <clears throat> I've never thought about it like that before. And I go, that's because you weren't able to think about it like that before. Because if the words are the same, you're not thinking about it differently. You're going to keep thinking about it the way you've been thinking about it. And that could be from yesterday. That could be for the past 25 years. In her case, it was 36. 36 years. She'd been 36 years, folks. And that half a million dollars, that's not the real expense. The real expense is living with that shit for 36 years. And 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 she'd been living with the, you know, he he wanted to leave us. It's all it's all my fault. There's something wrong with me. Story. And a lot of times this stuff, it one one moment in time, one interaction, one story. Because it's not – that happened once, and she told herself that same story. It's not the story that gets us, everybody. It's the meaning that we assign to the story that gets us. It wasn't It wasn't her hug uncle's suicide that got her. It was what she made that mean about her that got her. I and call that's that what the, we do. We help people get 
I talk about that with people. I say it's the spotlight. When they do that, it's where that spotlight is shining. And that blame spotlight was, was on her. You said earlier, like she blamed herself for this as a four-year-old, but that's not where the, as soon as you got rid of that and shone the spotlight, it was him leaving himself. You changed the direction. You changed the blame. You changed the story. It's, it's almost like most people can fix their shit with a pen. You know this game quite well, buddy. I think it's, I've heard uh, someone say that before. Yep. Yep. It's, um, you know, she didn't need a PhD to create that story of mm-hmm. it's all my fault when she was four. And she didn't need a PhD to change that story of it's all my fault at 40. You let's here it is, folks. You all can do a tremendous amount of phenomenal work on the story that you tell yourself, your mindset, your identity with a pen and a piece of paper. Uh, um, and if you really want to, to, to make them mental gains, gains, you're going to make them gains. It's all about them gains. What about your mental? What about your story gains? What about your story gains? It's like, yeah, I can back squat, you know, 500 pounds and, um, Everything else in my life is everybody else's fault. Well, yay, you're a strong victim. Great job. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, men, and 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 if you really want to get that thing, if you really, if you really want to fast track it, book in, book in for some sessions with Kevin Wood, man. The guy, does, I cried, I boohooed after I got off the graduation with the first set of level two coaches and the level two now is way better than it was then. I've got 11 reps on my belt. Um, I cried. I boohooed because I've now got, it was 36 people on that circuit. I've got 36 people that I can nerd out with about this stuff. And you getting on here, we're nerding right now. We're nerding. We're talking about the finer points, the details, and I'm I'm also very cognizant of. Um, I'm sure your audience has heard you talk about this before, or in these these kinds of things and the power of words and stuff. And um, I'm also adding in some some stories to make it easy to follow along. But dude, great job, great job, Kevin. You know, you took this thing and you 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 understand it, and I can tell by how we're talking about it. I also heard someone say that this work takes more from you than you know you have to give, and it will give you more than you know you can receive. I have experienced that multiple times over uh, since taking that level one and level two combo. I had a client recently tell me, you just made me $20,000 next week. She goes, whatever I'm paying you is not enough. It's like, that's just changing words. Like you just said, same word, same story. I was like, let's, let's try some different words then. So one of the examples that, that we went worked with, she owns a company and every meeting, it would be like, we need to do this. We need to put our heads together. I'm like, when you say that you're talking to nobody, what can you do? What can I do? I was like, that's shining the spotlight on 
an individual, not just a massive group of people. And that was a, that was enough of a shift for her to say, boom, that's, it was like a light bulb went off. It was a cognitive shift is what happened. Cause when it happened, she sat back in her chair and that's when I knew it hit, you know, like it's when people get hit with a gunshot, boom, and they fall back. That's what it, that was what it was. Blasted her. Yeah. Uh, dude. Yes. I've something that comes to mind. Um, I got hired. Uh, it was quite, quite cool. I got paid a thousand bucks to talk for 10 minutes. It was at the, um, it was at the annual Virginia cable service providers weekend uh, retreat uh, or, 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 or meeting. It was at the Jefferson hotel, which is the nicest hotel in Richmond. And they brought me in to just mix things up and be fun and funny. Right. And um, I did. And afterwards I went outside and looked at the booths and things and there was this woman that was uh, talking about uh, – she was very animated, very animated, talking about um, social justice-esque. Uh, how we, we, you know, we've, we've got a lot of work to do. We've just got a lot of work to do. We've got a lot of work to do, people. And then she walked back behind her booth and got on her phone and started scrolling Facebook because I had the angle I could see it. So everybody write that down. We can turn this into a language game. We've got a lot of work to do. Write that down. We've got a lot of work to do. Say it. See how it makes you feel. Okay. This this is this is this is what we're doing right now is we're slowing the story down so we can take a look at how our words influence us. Cause guess what? Your words are influencing you. And most people are not thinking about their thinking. They're just thinking and they're not even really thinking. They're just experiencing. They're, they're consumed with the experience of their words uh, and hook line and sinker think that they got it right the first time, but they're not even thinking about whether I got it right or not. They're like, Oh, of course this is true. It's my own voice. It's my own, it's my own voice in my own head. It's my words coming out of my mouth. Of course I got it right. It's, this is right. Uh, turns out, it's you don't even have a rough draft. Remember in high school or college or both, if you're me, when you didn't even hand in a paper. Okay, that's this. And and so you know we've got a lot of work to do. Take out weave and put in I've. I've got a lot of work to do. Let me guess the picture changes. Let me guess the energy changes. Okay, it's going from externalized and vague and inflammatory. Because that will piss you off. We've got a, a lot of times it will. We've got a lot of work to do. It's upregulating. It's how are you going to take action? The, everybody's got to get involved. Otherwise, you're mad at them for not being in, as involved as you want them to be. And and then as you go from weave to odd, who? Well, I just got all those people out of my out of my mental imagery. That's clarifying. I've got a lot of work to do. And then from there, take out a lot and put in my. I've got my work to do. If you want to keep going, put this week on the end of that sentence. I've got my work to do this week. And that keeps you out of delusion land. We've, we've, we've noticed this. Action dispels overwhelm, everybody. Action dispels overwhelm. And when you've got big picture words with no action plan, 
like we've got a lot of work to do or you know it's all my fault look at the words it's that's everything all also everything <laughs> my fault and so yeah you the, the she didn't say this but she alluded to it I had a woman come in once and she said, I've had the same relationship with five different men. And it all came back to uh, uh, her dad cheating on her mom, walking out the house, didn't see him for years. And then her mom just, her mom really, um, really helped by telling her, you can't trust men. They're dogs. Can't trust them. Don't trust them. She was like fucking 11. Don't trust them. And so guess what? She walks out the house Sep 16, 17, 18, sincerely wanting to have quality relationships, but she got this thing in the back of her head. Can't trust men. Can't trust men. They're only out for one thing. And she gets in a relationship and she's she she projects that that's the lens that she sees this dude through. And she's just sitting there waiting. Yeah, I know you're nice to me right now, but you're gonna you're gonna go out there, you you fucking dog, and you're gonna cheat. You're gonna piss around in the alleys. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then he come walks back in the house after like being at work and she's all mad and and then that happens five different times. Significant relationships over one year. You know, you don't you don't get that many shots at the apple, everybody. You know, you're not gonna have five significant five year relationships with somebody with different people. So it's like here's here's the good news is you can you can improve your stories, and that's quite the gift. For you to show up into a, a a a relationship, breathing better, and um, with a with a with a cleaner, clean, cleaner, clean slate. Okay, yeah, that happened back then. Okay, cool. I'm here now. You know, I go on rants and tangents professionally. I want to highlight something you said about that first one. We've got a lot of work to do. Again, with the spotlight, that spotlight is shining out on a world of people. There's a lot of people in this world, around 8 billion. That's a big spotlight. That's a lot of stuff. And I've used this analogy with people before. It's like taking a bucket of marbles and putting them in your dryer and then turning it on. Every one of those We've got work to do, people, is one of those marbles. Can you imagine the destruction, the noise that that would make when you turn the dryer on? When you shift the spotlight to, I've got my work to do, it's one marble that you have control over. Change the spotlight. Get those marbles out of your head and focus on the one or two that you actually have control over. That's hear what he just said, everybody. You know what we're talking about is making your life easier on you. That's what the essence simple. of this story is. Yep. And and let's get let's get clear. Simple. We're, you're distilling the story down to its essence. It doesn't. Very rarely does someone land on a simple, simplified, clear, actionable story first go round. No. Um, most of the time people are running very complicated stories because that's what they are um, until they're written down and refined. 
It's it's like you know your rough drafts, and you have a second draft and third draft, and most of the time, the the quality of the product, the 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 you know you'll have rough draft. It's ten pages, and then your then your second draft is eight, and then your third draft is seven, and it's way more clear, better presented. Um, uh, uh, it makes more sense. Complicated. There's you. There's the, you know the probability that you've got too many people in your story, doing stuff in your imagination, mm-hmm. taking responsibility, um, codependencies, weird, weird kind of unconscious entangled codependencies. Chances are really, really high because that's what happens when um, people have little to no training, education about how to to, to get their language working for them. Um, to use their words, to stay focused, make things clear, actionable, turn the drama down, build themselves up in their imagination, create feelings of confidence and competence, unlock the breath, kind of important. This this guy I was working with uh, five, six years ago, he goes, um, this was his question. He, was, he, he wanted to um, improve his lifestyle. And this is what he said. He was in London. So successful blah 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 in london look at the words everybody he goes <laughs> why do we always have to do cocaine every weekend when we go out drinking that's what he said look at the words why do we have to do cocaine every weekend when we go out when we go out drinking i had him write that down so look at look at those words put all of his friends and their addictions and stories into his equation of him changing his own behavior. So what does that mean? Everybody's got to change for him to change. That ain't happening. And me, Dr. Rocket Science, I had him take out we, uh, both of those we's and put in two eyes. <laughs> Bro, I'm not, I didn't say he liked it. I didn't say he <laughs> liked it. Okay, what I am saying is shit got clearer. It's alchemy. This, 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 it'll burn. It'll, it will burn off dead parts or, or at least parts of our story that part of us is attached to, addicted to. And so it went from why do we have to do cocaine every time we go out drinking on the weekends to why do I have to do cocaine every time I go out drinking on the weekends? Okay. I mean, it was, Talk about a sobering experience, a literary sobering <laughs> experience, and then and then from there we took out the have to and put in took out have and put in choose. Why do I choose to do? And then from there, guess where we went into his brother's suicide because a lot that's where a lot of and then he felt like a victim of circumstance in that whole thing and then other aspects of his life, and that's what um, uh, unchecked victim mentality. So people talk about trauma a lot. Okay, that's cool. Um, and if we get more specific about what that is, it's victim centric stories. And what I'm not doing, everybody, I'm not talking about victim blaming. That's what we're not doing. <sighs> I'm talking about victim mentality explaining as far as explaining how people create victim centric stories and how we can change that. And if someone wants to stop creating victim villain dynamics, the stress, the inevitable stress response that comes along with that, the conversation will go to back to words. And most of the time when people get into mindset, they're like, man, I really need to improve my mindset. Mindset's everything. All the, all, and then the, these 
mind the, the average conversation about mindset is held on in these big picture philosophical ways it takes a while to explain it and then good luck implementing this thing when you need to and 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 in my personal professional opinion it's very hard that's an understatement to have a practical as in practice practice doing different things practical conversation about mindset without the definition of the victim mentality because that's where that's where most people enter into the conversation with something they want to change something that's bothering them something that that, that a theme in their life that keeps bringing them down and you start asking questions you scratch that surface and you've got you've got the victim mentality you've got victim centric stories and that's unresolved victim mentality is uh the is usually the basis for people's addictions and that can be those stories can be changed with a pen and a piece of paper and someone who's over it are are people that have victim mentality is that is that an acquired personality trait where a person tends to regard themselves as the victim of the negative actions of others even in the absence of clear evidence i heard that it's an acquired personality trait and it's based on uh, habitual thought processes and attributions. I've done my job. I've done my job. That's the definition, everybody. Okay. Can you and, can you go into a couple of these key words here? For sure. The first one being acquired. It's yeah. an acquired personality trait. What does that mean? It it it's a misnomer, in the sense that you know it's like you acquire. It's 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 too official of a word in in a sense, and it's also very passive. I acquired it. I went out and acquired a generator. No, no, it's we we participate in that. Okay, we we participate, um, and we build through repetition, habitual thought processes. Okay, thought process. What are thought processes? That's the second sentence of the definition. The victim mentality requires uh or excuse me depends on a habitual thought process and attributions so how we acquire a victim mentality is through using our words in certain ways over time which absolutely gets addictive okay um and and if that keeps going if it's unchecked um you you add in a slice of you know unluckiness to it you're going to have a whole you're, – you're going to find yourself at the gossip table of life. It's, it's the same thing. Victims, they seem to – they gravitate towards each other and I'll tell you my problems if you tell me yours. And then and then, and then, then there's <laughs> – right? Then there's drama bonding. There's drama bonding and then, and then it gets to trauma bonding and now everybody's agreeing on – let's just say, you know, uh, you help – you're helping reinforce your, your – your, friends you know they say something like well you know you just can never get ahead these days you're just you're working. people are only out for numero uno and you're like oh yeah that reminds me my boss a few years ago he just you know he wouldn't even listen to me he just fired me outright because i kept on being late can you imagine the that what an asshole and you're like oh yeah you know you just, just ever no, no there's no there's no real opportunity out there anymore and and then you know and then it just gets worse and weirder from there, and then you got then you have a real problem. Then you got a real problem. You got a pro 
when you're if if you keep playing that game and you find people people will do anything for connection they'll do anything take this take out people and put in kids okay the the a child's worst nightmare is to be ignored okay they'll do they'll that's what acting out is about okay they'll they must get attention they must get attention and if they can't get quote unquote good attention they're going to go for the bad attention because they know what happens if they get no attention that is life threatening like li- literally life threatening and and um People grow up and do the same things, you know. People will do anything to feel connected to other people, and if it's bad enough, then it doesn't matter who those people are, and it doesn't matter how what the quality of that connection is. Um, and 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 once again, this is this is this the, the answer to this very complicated question. Uh, the answer is not equally as complicated. Most people fall into that trap of thinking that the an- the, the answer to the solution to my problems that are so big and complicated, it has to be equally as big and complicated. And I'm here to say definitively that that is not the case 99.9% of the times. The answer to your complicated problems is simplicity. Complication wants more complication to walk in the door. It's just that's what it's that's what it is just begging for. Simplicity walks through the door because it can re- complication can wrestle with more complication all day long. Simplicity, simplicity walks in and it just it, it the complicated goes shit. They can't. There's no there's no competition. It, 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 there's all. nothing to grab onto. It's just this thing that dissolves. Yeah, and and the first things first. Get those stories out of your head and written down, so you can look at the words. So you can stare at the words. I have a, a common phrase here that I hear. So we, we kind of did this with the, we got a lot of work to do. I'd like to do this with one that I hear a lot in, in my practice and, and people around me and see if you can translate it for us and kind of take everybody through it. So again, if you're listening to this, push pause, go find a piece of paper and a pen and write this down because I know you've said it before. The phrase is, I know what to do. I just don't do it. I know what to do. I just don't do it. Mark, take us through a translation of this because that screams a victim mentality to me. Yeah, for sure. And, and overwhelm. There's a variety of different ways you could approach that. Um, getting it on paper is... That's where it starts. Your life as you, helping your clients change their words gets so much easier once their words are on paper. If you're doing this with yourself, your ability to think about your thinking and make some edits, okay, um, some some second, third drafts to a story, an idea goes through the roof. So I know what to do. I just don't do it. That's that's the spell. Okay, um, I would. First things first, take out the just. Yep. I'm trying to think of like, what's Mark going to say first? Yeah. Nailed it. Yep. Now, now, now read it. I know what to do. I don't do it. And then I'd turn that into two sentences. I know what to do, period. I don't do it, period. 
and and then and so the the only if i was if I was running this real time, I would base my next move on how the person responded to it. Okay. So we're just, this is a hypothetical scenario. This is a, this is a likely interaction with this statement. And so once we got it on paper and took out the just and turned it into two sentences, I would have the person read each sentence, read, read the first sentence and then get a breath in there and read the second sentence and get a breath in there. So, I, I know what to do. I don't do it. So as far as the mechanics of storytelling is concerned, everybody, the mechanics of your mindset, story kept in your head, words kept in your head are com compared to once they're written down they do a really good job of trapping the breath. Okay. So, so words in the head, breath trapped in the chest, that's lockdown. Breathe it trapped breath trapped in the chest is that's the demonstration of, of attachment to how the words are put together. And then from there, what can be done, what can't be done. And then from there, what you deserve to have happen. So it's this thing that just keeps on going. So get them on paper, take out just, which is um, a dramatic formerly known as pressure language. It spikes the drama. I just don't know what to do. Take out the shot. I don't know what to do. Or I, yeah, I don't. I don't do it. I just don't do it. I don't, yeah. And so then we take that out. We make turn make two sentences out of it. We get some breath in there, and loosen the thing up. So now we've got the two, um, the king and queen in in of of changing story, which is space and clarity. Okay, we've got a little bit of space and a little bit of clarity. And th that helps. And then from there, um, you we could take out don't and put in could. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. Tell them. Tell them. Man, I'm just running through my head before this. Like, uh, this is what I would do. I would say, well, first off, I would be specific. What is it? What is it? Because it's a lot of things. So what is it specifically? I know what to do with my nutrition. I just don't do it. Okay. Now we have something specific. I know what to do with my nutrition. I could do something with it. I can do something with it. I can do something with it because give me a damn good reason. Give me any reason. Because any reason is better than no reason at all. He's right. You you stick any reason in there. And if 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 you're if you believe in it, you get a 30%, 30 percent 33 33% boost in buy-in. As in oh or as in why, as in gonna happen juice, right? So great work, coach. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> what's what's this whole busy product productive thing? Yeah. So prior to us uh, <laughs> uh, jumping on here, I had asked the question. I said, "Hey, Mark," or I just said the statement. Hey, Mark, you seem pretty busy. And then one beat later, I said, "Let me rephrase that. You seem really productive." And he's like, "Ah, good catch." So 
What's the difference? Aren't they the same things? Oh, there's a difference. This was our um, whiteboard Wednesday post. So we're 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 doing we're doing whiteboard Wednesdays now. It's kind of like the the CrossFit workout. You know, HQ drops the workout and everybody goes and runs the workout. So whiteboard Wednesdays, we're gonna drop a what's the difference post, and then because um, we got a lot of people from that have gyms and and stuff and just or groups of people that they're coaching or. Uh, write it up on a, on a whiteboard and walk away. And this week's what's the difference post was I'm really busy versus I'm really productive. I'm really, and I'm not busy at all. Me, Mark England, I'm not busy. I'm productive. There's a big difference. Everybody busy. People are stressed. Productive people are confident. Can you say that again for the people in the back? Thousand percent. (laughs) Busy people are stressing. Okay. Busy people are not breathing. Productive people are confident. Productive people are 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 focused. Busy people spend time doing dumb shit that they know is dumb, useless shit. Productive people invest time doing things that mean something, that have meaning, that have value. And then from there, um, you you get to busy people, they don't value their time. They don't value themselves. Productive people value their time. Productive people value themselves. And then it gets, it, it'll always come back to self. It's a very, it's a very, it's a profound distinction. I highly recommend being, be, becoming aware of the word busy. Busy implies like, it's just, it's a low level on the dominant hierarchy, your own dominant hierarchy. If you're busy, it's like, you know, what's your time worth? Versus someone who's productive. Something that just came to mind when you said that was busy people have to do things. Productive people get to do things. <laughs> Correct. Bus- bus- busy people are in the back of the bus. Yeah. Getting driven around. Productive people are driving their bends. It's an interesting thought experiment. It, it is. It very much is. And and usually if someone contemplates it. So there's three levels of thinking, everybody. There's thinking, that's when you do it once. There's considering, that's when you do it a few times. And there's contemplating, that's when you stare at something. When you stare at this stuff, you contemplate. I, I, just, I dare you. Contemplate the difference between I'm really busy and I'm really productive. Contemplate the difference between I don't know what to do and I could know what to do. Contemplate the difference between he wanted to leave us and he wanted to leave himself. And if you stare at this stuff, there's only one de- there's only one destination. And that is um, my words are powerfully influencing me for better and for worse. Which is the summation of what we do it in lifted. Hey, what's the one liner for in lifted? 
There's a few of them. Okay. My words powerfully influence me for better and for worse. And there's a game to play, y'all. Most people aren't playing it consciously. Most people are getting their asses kicked by their story. That, that shit-talking voice in your head that you think's God, it's not God. I remember I put up a story, this was a while ago, of, it was just a yes or no question. Do you have a shit talker in your head? And on some of my stories, I have a lot of engagement, but on this one, it was very few. But of those that answered, 100% said yes. Why do you think people are not willing to admit that they have a shit talker in their head? Because it hurts. It hurts to get real about that. I tell the students this all the time. I mean, you know, this, level one is a very real self-selection filter. I mean, these most people would pay not to do that work. And these people are paying to do that work. We say the same thing with CrossFit. Right. People it's would pay true. not to do what we do. Correct. 100%. Correct. And so the ones that do walk through the door, we embrace the hell out of them. Because we know how much they're they're going to any transformation is going to come with discomfort. They're going to feel discomfort. That's a guarantee. In all the enlifted level ones, every single person that was in my class went through discomfort and we could feel it. You could see it. It was there. It was present. Ray Charles could see it. It was obvious. 100%. And so I think that's the, the main thing. And, and it goes back to what you said earlier is people aren't thinking about their thinking. They're just not. And so when you ask that question, it doesn't resonate with them yet because they're not conscious about what they are thinking about. There's, there's, um, yeah, there's, there, there's two answers to that, maybe more. Um, you know, why do people... One, it hurts to talk about that voice in your head. It hurts even worse to pick up that pen and write out what it says and then share it with a bunch of people. Take out a bunch and put in 10 other people, nine other people. On. And then also lack of awareness about it. Lack of awareness about it. It's so – look, look, everybody. What's closer to home than your voice in between your ears? Okay, What's more, what's more normal to you than your voice in your own head? Okay, what's more seductive than your own voice in your own head? And so it's 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 the easiest thing in the world to miss, right between our ears, right under our nose, right at the, our fingertips. Okay, and there's no way that this thing could be involved in all my big ass problems. No way. No way. I loved what. Uh, Kimberly posted this a little while ago was the victim mentality scale of severity. When I saw that, man, I grabbed that screenshot real quick because it's so true. We, it, It's not like a light switch. The victim mentality is not a light switch. It's not either on or off. It's on this sliding scale and it can change year by year, month by month, week by week, and even day by day. And I've noticed this with myself. Some days it's higher, but I recognize 
when it's happening and what I can do about it. And there was a moment, I want to say it was about three or four months ago. It was up there. It was like bordering on nine, nine out of 10. And I was like, this is not me. It's not me. It's this shit talker. So what can I do? Write that shit down. Boom. Instantly. It goes from a bucket of marbles in my head to a single marble that I had control over. And then I did something about it. And then three or four months later, I am reaping the benefits of focusing on that one marble, like tremendously. It's, it's my magic. Here's, here's what I'm not promising. We're not promising with this work, everybody. The light switch, okay? Because really, you don't need that. The light switch um, of, you know, you change some words and you'll never hear any trash talk in your head. Mm -hmm. I hear trash talk in my head, okay? And uh, the volume has diminished over time. The intensity has diminished over time. I know the language patterns. I know what this thing feels like. So when it shows up, I'm not completely caught off guard. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm making drama stories. And they're the words, right? Okay. Cool. Yep. And then I, a couple, couple words, some breath in there. And I'll, I've, you know, I've saved myself weekends where I'm, where as before, when I, you know, I, I was just a sitting duck. You know, you take that, she needs to, when it goes to, I need to. And then the breath unlocks and then, and then you've got your space and you've got your clarity and you just didn't, you know, torch uh, a weekend, a week. Uh, The scary is, okay, yeah, fine. It, it It can be the most annoying thing in the world. Because that's an aspect of the victim mentality. It, it wants or we want to be free of responsibility for a thing and, um, and absolved and, and seen as wrong. And, um, and, then, and then finally, we can be right. We can be right about something in our life. Oh, boy. Yes. Finally. And um, it's a, it's, I know cool is an opinion. It's pretty cool. Take out the pretty to be able to to take out that she and put in I or, you know, they they need to respect me more to I need to respect me more or here's a fun one. Look at what he made me do. Look at what he made me do. Take out the he and put in me. Look what I made me do. Shit. I, I, I'm doing I did it again. There's a game to play, folks. There's, when you talk about the victim mentality, there's a few components to that. And you've created a uh, pyramid. I've been working with an individual and I've been quizzing him. So I give him sentences that fall under these three categories. And then I have him translate them just to see if he's picking up on it and retaining this information. So 
one of those things is soft talk. What is, let's go. What What is soft talk? Give me the one liner. What is the one liner for soft talk? Soft talk will turn you into a joke in your own mind. Turns out you turn yourself into a joke in your own mind. You're going to turn yourself into a joke in other people's minds. Okay. Another way to say it, soft talk will force you to be indecisive and anxious. Soft talk will force you to fuck up sales calls. Soft talk will um, force you to sound like a, a, a buffoon when you're asking out women. Soft talk will make you um, will make it really hard for you to inspire people and you are included in people. Soft talk is known as verbal litter for a reason. Soft talk is the gateway drug to the rest of people's language because there's only a handful of words and it's very easy to um, pluck out of your sentences, which will happen first in emails and texts because you've got that lag time. So it's... um. Real-time editing is a little harder when you're speaking because, you know, the, the words can be used quickly, which they normally are. Um, you know, your thoughts and it just, it, it shows up first. It shows up first in texts and emails. And when you go from, you know, I think we might want to, to we are. Or um, it would probably be a good idea if we, it'd be a great idea if we. And you, you start becoming more solid in your speech, in your energy. Um, prolonged bouts of indecision, are, are that, that's, a, that's a, absolutely a flavor of stress. And if someone uses these keywords, soft talk keywords, for long enough, they're eventually going to identify themselves as an indecisive person. And once we identify ourselves as something, we get better at it. Yeah, you can get better at being late. Okay. You can get, you can get better at lying. You can get better at showing up. You can get better at listening. You can get better at, um, building momentum. You can get better at finishing things. You can get better at not finishing things. So here are the words, everybody get your pen, get your paper. There's only a handful of them. And we, um, we buy these things in bulk. So we used to have paper, A4 paper. This is this is V3, soft talk challenge. Would you would you like me to send you a um, care package up to Moncton yeah, uh, with with a stack of these things and some some stickers? Rock on, rock on. So here here are the words, everybody. I want you to on a clean sheet of paper write these down five times larger than you normally write. What's going to happen? And then you take that piece of paper and put it up for thirty days. Um, or you can take the Enlifted Soft Talk Challenge, which is a seven-day email sequence. It's free. It's awesome. www.enlifted.me forward slash soft talk forward slash. And, and, and for repetition's sake, because I do repeat this, go ahead and write these down, everybody. Probably. Perhaps. Feels like. Guess maybe 
could, might, possibly, sort of, kind of, potentially, hopefully, try, one day, should, almost like. And, you know, showing up is a big deal, everybody. So I, I lived in Thailand for 10 years. That still sounds strange to say. One of my, And five of that was in Bangkok. And one of my roommates, Rafi Frankel, who's now Dr. Rafi Frankel, he was the valedictorian in high school and college. And I go, brah, what's your secret? He goes, there's no secret. It's just to show up. Show up. And um, we were talking beforehand. Kevin and I were about the people coming in to Enlifted. They're just they're 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 players, dude. They're hitters, man. In the CrossFit space, Cro- and lifted and CrossFit are very likely going to date next year, you know. And um, and so I got I went on this. I did this one, two, yeah, back to back. So, like you said, you've been getting people asking you to um, and your identity will let you know where you're at in space, everybody. You know, how how fast you talk yourself into stuff, how fast you talk yourself out of stuff, right? Carol Dweck would approve of this message. If you she, she, she talks about fixed mindset and growth mindset. If you've got a fixed mindset, take out mindset, put in story, a growth story. If you've got a, a, a growth a fix, fixed story, growth story, that means you've got a language. You've got a fixed language. If you've got a fixed story, you've got a fixed language. And you'll know which one you got based on are you doing the things that you want to do that make your heart sing and 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 um, sound fun and are cool and, and give you that feeling of meaning in your life or are you talking yourself out of shit? And so I get a call from – this is on a Monday in mid-July. I get a call from Jason Ackerman who's one of the owners of uh, Best Hour. Okay. And he goes, um, hey, man, I know this is short notice. This is on a Monday afternoon. He goes, would you talk to 23 of our most recent Best Hour grads on on Wednesday at 3? And um, he didn't even say Wednesday at 3. He just said, would you give a a, a talk to our Best Hour grads? And I wrote back and I said, yes, absolutely. When? Where? Where? How many people? What do they want to what do they want to hear me talk about? So I said yes before I knew what the details were. And so that happens Wednesday at three. Um, we play some language games. I get them to four step what they want their gym to look like in, in the middle of 2024. And people were having major emotional reactions, releases, and 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 I get off of that call. Uh, and there's a text from him waiting. He goes, dude, we need more of this. Will you come up to the games? We got one spot left for our um, uh, – we got a podcast booth up there. We got one spot left. Is it yours? And I, I said, absolutely. And I, we were in the middle of a cert launch. We were using a different marketing company. We were filming videos. I was writing shit. Like I it, I was in the – and I was just – I was like, I'll do and I drove up there 14 hours to do one podcast in person, got in the car the next day, drove all the way back. Met some of the players up there. So, you know. Can I ask you a question? Uh, of course. What does that say about you? It says I'm ready. It says I'm ready. I was ready yesterday. I'm ready today. I'm ready, I'm ready to, to do... I'm ready to put some hours on the clock. 
Okay. I'm ready to put hours on the clock. I do. I put hours on the clock and um, I'm also ready for this to um, permanently change the conversation around mindset because it's going to words. It's going to words. It's, I mean, how excited are people to hear more, you know, big picture phil- philosophy and then some new cutting edge neuroscience when it comes to mindsets? Like, how the fuck does that help me when I feel like I'm going to die right before I give this presentation to six people at work? It doesn't work. It doesn't hold up. Okay. What people need is a way to interact with their story in real ways, which is, hey, slow down. Get those words on paper. Take that word out. Put this word in. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Stop, stop, stop. Breathe, breathe. Yeah, just like that. Breathe. Say it again. I, I, I can give a presentation next week. Ooh, how long is it? And then you start getting into the detail and the thing, it gets practical. The way mindset's conversed about, it's not practical. If someone is not talking about words and breathing, when it comes to mindset, they're it's not they're they're missing it, man. Turn around because it's probably going to cost you half a million dollars in therapy over thirty six years. There, yeah, exactly. So, the formula: same words, same story, same outcome. If someone goes into therapy, any therapeutic interaction. And they walk out with the same story. They went in there, okay, tell me about this again. Let's go into that again. And you tell the same story in the same way with the same words. Okay. You just got a rep in. You just, is it really, is it really talk therapy or is it talk yourself in circles therapy? Like the words have to change. The words have to change. If you want, if you want a different story, you're going to need different words. If you want a better story, you're going to need better words. You know, I've never thought about it like that before. That means they change their words. Um, you change my life. That means we change the story. Which, if we change the story, then you change your words. Um, uh, um, things things look so different now. That means you change your words. Things feel different now. You definitely changed your words. You definitely, you definitely changed your words. You absolutely changed your words. We're ahead of the game, dude. We're so far ahead of the, uh, the the game. Maybe okay, maybe not so far, but we're just very, very well positioned. And I mean, enlisted all the enlisted coaches, people listening to this stuff. It's like it's here's a good analogy. We're in. It's the sun's coming up, and. We're in the water on the surfboard. We already we had a nice, gorgeous cup of coffee. We're in the water. The sun's coming up, and the 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 waves are starting to come in. Everybody else is in the fucking bed, like sleeping, off a hangover. They're out of they're out of position. They're just out of position. We'll have to. <laughs> this is now we've ticked over into the longest episode that I've ever recorded. Oh hell yeah. So PR, that's great. We're definitely, we've only talked about one of the uh, victim mentality pyramid um, components here. So in six months, we're going to have to dive into at least one or the other. 
of pro- projections and negations. But man, this has been a fire episode, Mark. It has. It has. And these conversations are only getting cooler um, and 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 more fun and valuable for me. And also I'm making an assumption for the people you know, in the community that have that that have taken these certs, they understand the work, they're doing the work, because that's the only way you can get it, get it, is um, I told the, the, the students for Group 39 last night, there's a there's a flavor of confidence and competence that you will build inside the dojo, and then there's a flavor of confidence and competence that you can only build outside of the dojo. And so I'm having more and more conversations with people like you that are doing this thing and fucking get it. And dude, it's fun for me, and I know that it translates it translates to the audience because the energy, the 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 appreciation, the excitement, that is as real as it gets. And then also you do a good job of it. I do a good job of it, making it participatory and experiential as in here's some stories and let's get these words down and write this down and take out this word. And so people can um, they're not just they're not just following the conversation. They're engaged. They're playing in the conversation. They're engaged in the conversation. And, and today is September 14th. Guess what I've got up? My calendar. September, Oct- October, November, December, January, February, March. What are you doing? March 15th. It's a Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Are you sure it's a Thursday? At March 15th? Excuse me. I'm in February. Um, okay. uh, let me just leave that real quick. Uh, it is March 14th, 14th. Thursday. Uh, I'm doing a podcast with Mark England. We'll just, we'll do this every time. Yeah, man. Now, what if we, what if we get six, seven, eight you know, shows under our belt? One every six months. You'll be in, you'll be in the 500s. It's going to be up there. Yeah. And these conversations Listen, are just get more cool and detailed. When you were just talking about your uh, group, group 39, that you're currently mm-hmm. with when I, when I first joined my inner dialogue or that shit talker that we were talking about was the average Joe and average Joe was stuck in that mindset that I've always been average. I'm going to continue to be average. I didn't at that time, I was unaware of how much that was holding me back. And so if you want me to do a short video for those in group 39 and you can throw it into their, their group, I would love to make that video to show them that you can, you you don't have to be at rock bottom to propel forward. You can be at whatever point you are now and also propel forward. It took some coaching from you and from others to help me get through that story, to work through that story, to get to where I am currently. And damn, it feels good. As it should. And congratulations, because that um, changing, making those kind of changes, that's not a weekend workshop. That's a decision. Okay. And it takes, it takes a sustained decision, right? Um, and some elbow grease. Commitment is better than decision. Decision you decide, commitment is follow through. And, and yeah, good work, dude. Very, very, very solid. And uh, there's some people 
in that group 39 that would make great guests for your show. And line them up. Let's do okay. it. Okay. You make the connections. You know how to do that. You've been doing this for years. So, okay. I'll do that. Uh, Before you go, yep. How long have you been in this game? Sixteen years. How do you see the trajectory of this movement from the last sixteen years to the next sixteen years? How do you see that trajectory changing? We're gonna make because there's a whole thing going on where the victim mentality has been weaponized everybody it's been weaponized and there are mega industries that are built off of the back backs of people's victim mentalities and there are people out there that want you to feel like shit um they want you to feel uh marginalized victimized taken advantage of and when that happens you become very valuable pieces, not pawns. You become very valuable pieces on their chessboard. And we're going to make, it's the fucking victim Olympics out there. Okay. We're going to make playing the, we're going to make the victim mentality, playing the victim mentality approximately as cool as littering. And a lot of people are going to breathe a whole lot better because of it. And we'll see how, the rest of the world shakes out. I like, I don't, I, I can look, I can see a bigger, big, bigger picture with it. Um, and I know, I know what the path to that is, which is, it's this, it's going on shows. It's, uh, it's sending the emails, it's driving, you know, 28 hours in a weekend to do one podcast, which was which very real. I mean, Jocko went after me. And um, it's uh, it's building the courses. You know, it's supporting the uh, just just wake up and go to work, you know. Um, and it'll be if it, it depends on how it shakes out. It'll be the difference between the Borg and Star Trek. Because the victim mentality plus technology equals the Borg. It's a weird thing to think about. I, I, I don't think about it. I contemplate it. The, the architect mentality, the hero mentality, thinking about our thinking plus technology equals Star Trek. Okay. And it's, it's a, it, could go, it could go a lot of different ways. Um, and, um, someone, one of the coaches, one of the L2 coaches asked me in March, 2020, when they were locking down, he got on, he was freaking out and, and I'd already had my freak out and, uh, I only had one. Haven't been scared since all kinds of shit's happened. And, um, we got on the phone and he goes, what are you going to do? And I thought about it and I said, I don't care if a thermo 
nuclear warhead is about to land on my fucking face. I'm getting up and I'm going to work and I'm sending the emails and I'm getting getting on teaching class. And therein therein lies my solution to big picture problems, the big picture, the big problems. It's just simple actions, simple actions. Buckminster Fuller, look that guy up. Buckminster Fuller. He said it'll be a neck and neck race to the very end. Action dispels overwhelm. Amen, brother. True. That's gonna be that's gonna be the title of this episode. It's true. Everybody listening, your story is powerful. Your story, your story is powerful. Your story matters. Your words are powerful. Your words matter. Okay. You matter. Your life matters. It's very it's meaningful. Trust me, it's more meaningful than you might think. Take out the might. Most people do not think that they're it's a, it's a telephone. The trifecta of of men, of of mindset hell is the victim mentality, the imposter syndrome, and the fear of not being good enough. Most people are stuck smack dab in the middle of that triangle. And that that there's an out. There's a way out. It's a pen and a piece of paper, and you know, biting down on your mouthpiece because no one's going to come change that for you. There's nobody on the planet that could change your story for you. That's your that's your business. And it's, it's, it's your, it's make you break you business. And if you want to do that, then you need to study with some people that do that. Book in for some sessions with Kevin. Most people are spectators in the stands of their lives. You need to get on the field to change the outcome of the game. Correct. Correct. Man, I love shooting the shit. Likewise. Mark this is awesome. Anything coming up for you that I can uh, share with the audience here? You got level ones, level twos coming up. We've got. Give us everything. Yeah, and lifted essentials. And lifted coaching, coaches essentials. It's our third online course. We're not running any um, certifications till uh, Q1 of 2024. Um, That's the first break we've had in delivering trainings or marketing for trainings in uh, four and a half years. I was in class. I was in class teaching overlapping certifications for three years and seven months. It was wild. Um, so anyway, we're, yeah, Q1. If you want to learn more about the certs, go to enlifted.me. And then Enlifted Coaches Essentials. That is, um, that's our third online course, 21 lessons, 10 minutes a lesson, five-minute video me talking about gold golden aspects of coaching and communication skills stuff that will help you in your coaching majorly and also outside and you know there's where we drop some f-bombs there's it's it's you know there's some some lifted dark humor in there we're we're irreverent in a lot of ways um and for the people that like it they love it i'll send you the link to that all right on. All right, Mark. Thanks again for coming on. Appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure I'll see you before March. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe and I'll see you next time.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.